I did listen back to the last recording and I totally was doing the GM voice, which I think is kind of unavoidable when you're like reading from script. But like GM voice is, of course. um... So imagine you're in a tiny little cave and the cave is uh, so tall on the inside. There's stones everywhere and there's a little goblin. And let's get a little closer to this little goblin. So he's green. He has a huge red ass. And uh, you can just barely see peeking out in between his cheeks is a little brown turd that is, you know, it's like that. That's GM voice. So now I've done GM voice to test. And who knows, maybe this is actually an audition to maybe be the opening of a future Neoscum episode, even though it's a soundtrack. So if this is a future Neoscum episode, da-da-da-da-da, okay, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Start a theme song. Um, Okay, sorry, Casey, I know this was a private sound thing, and I just turned it into an introduction, just in case. I'm riffing, feeling good. Okay, anyway, shutting up, bye. Lights up, we're flying through the sky. That's the sound of a crazy Neo Scum Eagle, just a regular looking eagle. Eagles have not changed in 2077. Uh, what kind of eagle is it? Bald headed eagle. Wow, bald headed eagle. Here we are, high above the fucking Spanish Valley, which is uh, uh, this. Uh, what the fuck does that look like? Just like imagine these incredible, like. Just go- look, Google Spanish Valley. Google Moab, okay? These are some very fucked up, crazy-ass-looking rocks we're seeing, okay? It's like the rocks you've seen from every Western slash yoga Instagram influencer. Wham, 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 wham. Big red rocks. Crazy, curving rocks. Lumps of stone canyons. Green brush shrubbery. Red, orange, brown, green, blue. It's a kaleidoscope of colors as we are looking down. Ka-ka! Goes the bald eagle. Off in the distance, we see a, a, a pillar of light descending into the canyon, the rocky area. Uh, more on that later. Ka-ka! Goes the bald eagle. And now the drone is zooming down. We've crossed the border of the Neo-New Mexico Technopolis. We see Xanadu stopped on the eggshell freeway. Here's Xanadu. Camera is blasting on down to it. Decisions need to be made. Let's go. Here we are. You cross the border of the Technopolis. You're out of there now. It's going to be difficult getting back in. Who knows? Who knows? Like you say, you got a lot of money now. Maybe that can do something. But here you are. You're back in the former USA, sometimes known as the UCAS. Utah was the state. And uh, you guys have been thinking about going to Moab, but I don't think any hard plans have been made. Yeah, look, I, I'm I'm thinking we, we go to Moab. We've talked about how there's supposedly this mythical lich-like figure there. We got already have a reason to go there because I got, I got Cumjumper's bandana. It says... 
to bring it to the Moab Lich. So maybe this gets us in and maybe we can ask this powerful mystical being uh, if they can ease our woes, help us find Zenith, help us, you know, maybe find a a better better way. That's right. Find Pandora, find our 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 happiness are is there anywhere um are are we near like a border town or it's like 10 p.m right yeah 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 it's like a 10 15 p.m at this point uh moab i think is about a 30 minute drive from you that is the closest town to you there that is the situation as it is right now uh warm night a little warm breeze the big ass rocks mm. stand around you let's go <sighs> Yeah. You guys think maybe we earned ourselves to stay at a the finest inn in all of Moab? I think that would be really nice. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe someplace with ooh Egyptian cotton sheets and yeah. I guess just as long as there's like pool. a bed or like something soft that we can lay on, I I will be happy. An elevator so that we need not bother with stairs. Maybe yeah. a shower. If they don't have a shower, it's fine, but maybe... (laughs) Maybe they have like a cafeteria with some type of cakes. Yeah, ooh, maybe they got an arcade with a driving game. Maybe they have hardwood floor. Hey, maybe they have a wave pool. (laughs) 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 That makes me nervous. Do you guys remember that with with C and Max? Yeah, that was fun. That was just the regular pool, the wave... Pool was that a cannabis jacks? God, it's yeah, all mixing together, it, guys. It's been a really long day. Do you guys, do There's you been a lot of pools. Maybe we should go to a pool. Do you guys remember Orgene? Mm-hmm. Ha- have you ever thought about all the stuff we did today? I don't even remember. For the record, the only thing you've done today is uh, everything in the last episode. It, by today, I mean that's the pa- a lot. I mean the okay. Uh, I'm sorry. The it's stuff that re- happened in between then and now has been really long. And we haven't covered it because it's been too <laughs> strenuous and boring to put on a podcast. So I'm that's sorry. What we're talking about. I Gannon. haven't slept, so yeah. it all feels like it all feels like one day since we woke up. The day of the life race. <laughs> yeah, it's been. One I guess it's day. been technically two days, but uh, wait, how how many days really has it been? Uh, since you've been in the Technopolis. How, yeah, three days. Whoa, so we only got to the Technopolis three days ago, did the life race, came near death for six months, uh, Mm -hmm. came back to full health, Mm -hmm. and that's really in the course of three slash two days. Yeah, that's right. I'm ready for a wave pool. (laughs) Give us a wave pool. Can you do a quick internet search while I... uh Pilot this vessel. Yeah, to I know Moab. how to do that now. I'm the resident interneter in interim. Interim net. Can you just look up like fun fun places, Moab, cool kids hang? Okay, I'm not very good at this, but hold on. Pox, can you do a computer search, please? Yes. So you guys just a little flavor. Xanadu is rocking and rolling. We're cruising into the Spanish Valley. Or maybe it's just called Spanish Valley. You're entering Spanish Valley. So so imagine this. Uh, to your left and your right, there's two rocky regions rising on both of these sides, left and right. The freeway is now transitioning from its eggshell white back to a black asphalt. The very dramatic scenery, rippling rocky expanses spattered with the after effects of military conflict. The more you drive, 
the more uh, the conflict looks severe. What'd you get there, Pox? Three hits. Three hits. Perfect. Beautiful. Pox, this is what you find as you're searching. At first, you do a very broad, easy, googly search. Après l'acropolis. The first thing that pops up is um, theories bouncing around a social media site, grubu.com, saying that Moab is rumored to be a testing location for military weaponry, both for the UCAS and Neo-New Mexico Technopolis. Um, Some of the people who are squatting in Moab um, are rumored to be agents of either nation using the inhabitants of Moab as human guinea pigs for top secret weaponry. Pretty heavy. You dive deeper into the lich thing to see what you can find. Uh, You got three hits. So here's what pops up. There are a lot of online reports from all over the region confirming stories of a lich living to the east of Moab in a thatched wooden fortress. There is a direct route to it. It's over a mountain biking trail. However, it's noted this is really dangerous. The direct route is a really dangerous passage. Someone, a commenter on a YouTube video, says something along the lines of, the followers of the Lich are not looking for new followers. And then you are getting just, like, a ton of, like, images on gore hubs showing, like, sniper collateral in Moab. A commenter, a bunch of people are talking about how there's been a sniper duel all of August between a Moabber and rumored a Technopolis sniper. So it's a pretty heavy area. So, you guys, it looks like the Lich is going to be really very cool to get to and scary and that we're probably going to end up dying and uh. but also that there's these like um there's these like like warrior things that they're making and uh, maybe they're related warrior to things Z. that they're making yeah in the town there's uh. like you know there's this came there's, up for fun searches like uh. um no i just searched the area basically <laughs> i didn't search fun oh, i forgot it's fun but um, like, just looking for like a sushi place or laser tag or uh, okay i can do that as well but i thought maybe it would be good to find out like where are we going and what's yeah no, what's no, no. the yeah, emotional no, climate no that's and good. guess what it's snipers and uh human soldiers well I don't think they're human, but I'm just saying human is like uh, people. Meta-human. People soldiers. Metahuman. Yeah. Metahuman. No offense um, taken, yeah? Yeah. Just because you're the human. And I just sounded really Australian for a second. <laughs> just because you're the human. Just because uh, you're the human. Right? It's the desert. We're in the outback of the America right now, so... <laughs> Shout out Australian fans. When I get to Moab, my accent completely changes and I start talking <laughs> like that. Awesome. And that's me. I'm Pox and uh, ha- happy do. Happy do. <laughs> happy do. <laughs> okay. All right. You're driving past these huge craters. There's bullet holes running through all these ruined walls, markets. You're seeing these shells of these buildings spattered around with melted spider webs of spray on plastic. It's just like more heavier, heavier stuff. You are about five minutes from Moab, like the actual little town. And looking ahead, you're just seeing like a city that was basically flattened. There's only like 12 standing buildings and a lot of 
At least you guys recall correctly, you passed through Moab on your way to the Neo New Mexico Technopolis. You guys remember? Oh, did we? We did. This was the place that the people came out and they it looked scary and we dr- drove past them because it seemed like there was a trap. That's right. Oh. Wait, this is oh, Moab, uh-oh. you guys? Yeah, so <gasps> maybe you're remembering oh, that. God. Oh, God. Oh, it's no. familiar. Sh- sh- well, oh, wait a second. I, I don't think we're going to really get like rest and relaxation here. Yeah, yeah, like, how are we going to get... Huh? We're going to get out of the truck. We're going to go in somewhere. We're going to be like, hey, where is there to have fun around here? And remember, there was a family of screaming people screaming at us trying I mean, to get our, gotta, our assistance. I, there's got to be like, it It can't be the whole town, right? There's got to be like somewhere like that's. I think, I, I think what we have to do is we have to get out and we have to just see what happens. And maybe, maybe someone will need our help and then we can help them and we can uh, be, uh, actually do something good for once. Pox, can you just search Moab fun time and see if anything comes up just so we have a lead to okay. go off of? All right, fine. I will search Moab fun time. Okay. Does anything? Come yeah, up? you find uh, you find out that the techno ensemble drone collateral come from Moab. They sound like uh, Fairport Convention getting farted out of an 808. They're very influential tech, uh, uh, sort of uh, electronic <laughs> techno uh, screamo group. Oh my God! You know me. I love pop music. <laughs> this is great. That they, they are so cool. Maybe there's going to be like a concert or something, but they probably have moved away by now. But if there was a concert, oh my God! So she searches. Is there a concert? Um, no concerts. They did move away. They live in LA now. Drone Collateral doing shows in LA. Okay, hey, we Pops, have to go. Can you can you do under search tools? Can you change it from any time to like past year? Moab fun time. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna search ice cream Moab. Okay. We need more I, ice cream. I I really I'm thinking of ice cream kind of. Yeah. Okay, fine. Um, entertainment Moab past past month. Entertainment Moab past month. Okay, so you're finding like on a Vice style like. Yeah, we're telling you the news the way it is. Let's say it's called Lice. Very clever. For classic Mad Magazine style parody. Lice Magazine is telling you about... <laughs> so there's there's like, we uh, we followed um, uh, an artist lounge singer into the war zone of Moab to sing it like it really is. And it's like an interview with a guy who's like, yeah, you know, it's just feel like it's <laughs> my duty to go into these hard to reach areas and like tell the story through lounge singing and what like me worry what <laughs> <laughs> what me worry mad magazine sorry that's right mad magazine. anybody remember that <sighs> i remember I, it i vaguely remember it i did not mean to stop you i thought i could just slip it in there but mm-hmm. i'm so no, sorry let's stop on this for a second but let's stop on what this because worry. it's a war zone hello a war zone it's not fun well you know what i guess we're just gonna have to lean into the whole dark tourism angle what are you talking about? Someone's gonna steal this truck. We you... gotta be here because the Moab lich is here, and I Should keep we just, moving. I, gotta pull off I got an oath and... that I gotta fulfill to come jumper. Come jumper su- sacrifice themselves. The least we can do is take this yes, come rag and I give agree... it to the it's... lich man. I agree with Tech though. We need to pull off the road and let's not stop in the town where the who knows what's gonna happen. Or someone needs to stay and guard the truck. No, no, no. Look, let's just go make a scene. The biggest, baddest. Bully on the playground shows up, goes to the middle of the playground, and screams. And that way, everybody knows that you are not to be messed with, all right? Xanadu's parked. Does either one of you have, like, a knife or two knives? I mean, Check I this out. Jack like... smacks the top of the cabin and a uh, bandolier of, like, 18th century dueling uh, stilettos uh, <laughs> unfurls 
Wow. Okay. Great. No, nah, blade, takes blade two. face. <laughs> she takes two and she sh- sticks them in her boots, like in the buckles of her boots. All right, you got two. So she's got two knives. You got two little knives. I gotta piss. I gotta find a bush and piss now that we're stopped. I'm sorry. Take one of the stilettos. All right. Uh, take- all right. St- stick together. Follow him. All oh, right. We're gonna stand Come right on, next to him while he pees. Gotta keep him safe. Hey, just give me a little bit of space, but you can watch me. It's whatever. It's empty desert. All right, so Tech Wizard. Yeah. You are leaping out of Xanadu, looking for a part of the world to let your hogs scream out with that yellow fluid we know and love. Mm-hmm. You are around you, so it's, it's it's desolate. You're on the outskirts of town, so like the closest thing you see is 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 like there's just like this blown out building. You can see an old fashioned Pepsi sign hanging by a thread over like this collapsed storefront, and there's like a rogue Roomba just like going down the street like picking up dust Bazi? and there's a lot of dust tech feels like he he, he put a bush behind him <laughs> as if that's like a stall door it's like he needs some sense of uh like yeah mm-hmm. i'm uh, i'm protected it's relatable and there's kind of cracky ground here and there and it's dark but his eyes are starting to adjust and he's trying to pee into the crack he has put the stiletto kind of in his the strap of his fanny pack. He's pulled out his calm, and as he's peeing, he like opens up his messages, opens up his thread with Lala, and just sends one like, hey, super quick, just hope you're okay. You don't have to respond. And then he sends it, and then he immediately sends another one, which was like, lol, I wasn't supposed to reach out. Sorry, <laughs> lol. And then he sends another one. It's like, oh my God, two messages. This is the last one. I'm done. Please don't respond. It's all good. <laughs> and then he sends an emoji. Uh, he sends a bitmoji <laughs> of like a, a really cra- like the ugliest art style fucking cartoon of like a tech wizard with its mouth like a soy <laughs> smile. Uh, <laughs> and uh, soy face. wide open. Yeah, with thumbs, two thumbs up. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, Jesus Christ. He finishes peeing. Damn, this guy's got swag. Tech definitely doesn't accidentally take a picture of his penis while he's peeing <laughs> and send that. <laughs> you know, it, you know, he sends he, an accidental uh, Robo Hog pic. No, he doesn't. He, he does actually not. goes live on Twitch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, not a ton of followers. Dak is his only. Dak is his only follower who knows who he is. He has a couple other followers, but they don't know who he is. And, and honestly, in the dark, people are just like, "Is that a robot arm? What's happening?" Like, I can't. <laughs> Dak Tech Wizard has gone live on Twitch. They were standing uh, nearby enough that they could hear Tech just sort of like like sighing to himself and like. <sighs> and you could hear the whoop whoop. Of like text being sent, but you know? didn't know like what was going on. But he's sighing, and Pox and Dak exchange a look of of like, "What is our buddy getting into now?" That's right. They look at each other, and then they have another look, and it's like probably some kind of mischief. And then they have another look after that. Yeah, and it's, and it's like you're absolutely right. You know, when you're right, you're right. And then Dak does another look, and it's like. All right. And then they have another look, and it's like, I also kind of have to pee, too. 
And then Dak's like, well, then with a look, maybe you should go pee. And Pac says, <laughs> okay, I am I think I will. Well, Pac, with her a look or says? These she are all says, looks. she <gasps> said, oh, at the end, she just out loud says, okay, I think I will. <laughs> and she goes to a bush and she pees too. Dak, real quick, uh, upon leaving Xanadu, he... This is a little bit of a craft. I would say this is a crafty role player move, mm. if I do say so myself. Dak, with the fancy sound system, um, sets it to play kind of ambient sounds of people talking to make it seem like there's someone in the truck. If some, like a stranger were to walk up to the locked truck and mm. a big dog in the background kind of growling. Just intermittently. Okay. It's a soundscape That's that cool. he found on archive.org from a user uh, in the 2020s named Eric Trump. Uh, Tony Casey. Oh. Logged <laughs> 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 it up there. Wow. Sometimes he'll he'll have it play these ambient sounds when he wants people to kind of stay away from his unmanned truck. So he does mm. that just to give someone a little bit of pause and P-A-W-S. Unwomaned un- truck. Unpersoned truck. Undogged truck. Unrobo trucked. I love the sound of that. So you guys are now looking out to Moab uh, from where you are. I'm just going to, I'm I'm talking right now. I'm describing, but I'm also sending you guys a little map to consider in your approach. So let's see here. So uh, there's about a dozen buildings that are standing. Everything else has been leveled. Some walls are here and there. Most things have been reduced to rubble. Streets are lined with garbage and broken glass. Tents and lean-tos can be seen in the in the lee of great stones and crumbling bricks. So you can see, like, maybe some people camping out. But they're kind of in the distance right now. Mostly, it seems pretty quiet. So the, the picture I just sent you has got a map of Moab. I drew Xanadu on there. There's pretty little oh, Xanadu. Hi, Xanadu. You can see the standing 12 buildings. If you wanted to just be like, yeah, I'm going to pick a building at random. You don't have to. You can also make a search check. You can also just run ahead and make a scream check. You can also do push-ups, have push-up contest. That's pretty cool. Uh, Maybe let's go to the closest building that we're closest to, just so I'd say that's the building that's directly north of us right now. I like that. There's less chance of people seeing us. And also, yeah, exactly. And also, we're still close to the truck in case we're like, okay, Let's run back to the truck and get the hell out of here. For for uh, logistics sake, Gannon, how long would it take us to walk to the first building that is closest to us from where Xanadu is? That's a great question. That's a great question. If you don't mind, because I do like being this specific, I'm going to look up Moab on Google Maps. I'm going to set a location, and then I'm going to set a second location. I'm going to say, we're walking there, okay? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like this. First... We set one location. This location? First we set one location. There we go. Then, That's what's up. And we set another location. And then we go to both at the same time. And then we go salsa dancing. Yeah, BB. That's right. About time. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It has been far too long since we have gone to salsa dancing. Far too long. Far It's a 20-minute walk. Ooh, that's a long. Walk. That is a long walk for us to be twenty minutes away from our lifeline out of here. You can, we you just... can drive Xanadu up closer. It's like a. Okay. It's like a. Yeah, you want to drive up closer? Yeah. We start walking, and then one minute later, we're like, "It's hot." <laughs> oh, let's just drive let's it. Let's go then. back. All right. 
We can't go- really run back to the truck. We'll be running for 10 minutes. Yeah, so, we go back to Xanadu. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you hop into Xanadu, you take a drive over. Vroom, vroom. Now it's like a five-minute drive. Easy peasy. Okay, so you drive on up. So... You, you you come up to this crumbled, just, like, wiped-out, like, mansion. It was, like, a very pretty, like, drive-up. It was a beautiful mansion at one point. It's totally destroyed. There is a building that is standing, however. Behind it, it's a small, one-story stone. It's a stable. Clearly a stable. Lights are shining out through large windows where horsies might have once stuck out their heads. Wow, so do you think we should just, like, ask them what... Um, tell them that we just came to the first building. Uh, I I think we should act like we're a little more in the know and maybe just come in like we're trying to buy horses, maybe buy two horses. I mean, we could also just sleep in the stable like Vegas Jesus did in 2044. Just sleeping in a stable doesn't sound that much better than sleeping in a beautiful truck. I know, I just thought it was kind of, you know, you're right. Like a Vegas Jesus. I think I might be able to search what the buildings are that still exist here if we want to find out. Or do we want the surprise of just going up and finding out? And we're walking to the stable. Warning, the following interlude is outrageously long, even for us. We advise you sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. But if you'd like to return to the narrative, jump ahead 20 minutes. Yes, 20. I think if it's it's a longer one, it's fun to have a theme on a longer one. Mm -hmm. Trapped in a cave? Sure. Trapped in a cave. But maybe it's trapped in a cave, but it looks like this is like a tiny house for somebody. Yeah. Well, how about this? We're trapped in a cave. At some point, you know, if organically it happens, we discover that this is actually uh, somebody's living here. It's a tiny home, et cetera, et cetera, you know. Yeah. Link it to the interlude cinematic universe. What if we're searching for pirate treasure? In a tiny house? No, it's yeah. just... We find out it's a tiny house later, you know, it's on beat three. <laughs> and we're getting the pirate treasure to pay for my braces. Yes. Uh, yes. Because I have a debt for my orthodontist. I want braces. I want to pay for my braces, too. You can have braces. Uh-huh. Bats. Bats. There's bats. Right. There's there's also bat. There's a bat infestation. And yeah. they're sick. Very ill. And it's getting cold. In this little cave house. Because it's so cold, and we came here to get a little bit of treasure from a tiny house. Because there's a tiny house in this we, cave. A, cave. We don't know it's a tiny house yet. We have to organically oh, discover oh, that it's... Oh, oh my God, it's a tiny house <laughs> in this cave. <laughs> oh, it's tasteful. It's so cute and pretty. Whoa. It has lots of windows, but I don't know why, because it's in a cave and you can't see out. All right, all right. Save it Save it for the recording, all right? This is great stuff. We got, we got a level five Ganon laugh going on. Oh. Honestly, I think this whole thing should be left in. I think it's good. Yeah, that's great. Great stuff. I could also make it an after uh, episode thing. 
well, let's just say, boom. Oh my goodness, we're in this cave. We're looking for a tiny house that has pirate treasure in it, but the cave is closed and there are bats. I'm trying to raise money for my and Eleni's orthodontist treatment and it's getting bad. Yeah, it's getting bad and scary. We have here our macho muscles. That's Casey and Mike. Yeah. They're the ones. We're the we're the the brawn of the group, and uh, Gannon and Eleni are the the beauties. That's right. That's right. And, well, want- not yet, because we need our braces. First. That's right. Well, you guys talking about? You think you have bad teeth? Mike's operating me like some sort of Flintstones construction. He's holding me like a shovel, and I'm biting at the rock, trying to pick it up and drop it into this bucket. <gasps> okay. We need to Let's find even more it. treasure to pay Let's for Casey's. Uh, okay. Let's see you do it. Oh, he's doing it with his mouth. He's doing it. He's Damn, doing He's it. doing stuff to uh, that yeah. boulder with his mouth. Okay. Oh, well. oh that's and he did it. And he did it. We're not actually getting, we're not getting very far. I just kind of spend uh, too much time on each rock, you know? Yeah. I know. Yeah, we, we've spent so much energy doing kind of these physical comedy bits that, you know, someone listening can't even see, but... Except yeah. in their imagination, <laughs> which, you know, is valid as well because you know, when you're trapped in a cave that's a tiny house mm-hmm. looking for treasure to pay for orthodontist bills, you know, you really only have your imagination and your friends. And yeah. it's getting colder and you don't know what time it is because you've been underground for so long. I know. I don't know. forget about the bats. <laughs> don't forget about the bats. Thanks for, thanks for reminding me about the bats, Gannon. I forgot about it for one blissful second. Yeah, they're sick. <laughs> and your lips are blue and you're not sure if it's because you're going through hypothermia because you're chewing on all this lapis lazuli. Oh, wow. it's the lapis. Wait a it's second. the lapis. Is lapis lazuli an expensive mineral? I don't fucking know. He just said lapis lazuli because it sounds fantastic. Is is maybe this the treasure? Oh, could it be? It is blue and shining. Casey, your, your lips look amazing. Damn. Oh, mm, mm, thank you. Wow, do we have Google in this cave? Do we have Wi-Fi? Oh, it says it's locked. Damn. Locked. There is Wi-Fi signal. Three bars. It's locked, though. You have to unlock your phone, Casey. Do you have Do you have your face ID on? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Face ID isn't working because my lips are blue and swollen. And my head, mm. my head looked like a bobcat machine. His <laughs> <laughs> head looks yeah, like you're, a bobcat machine. Your, your phone is like, wow, you're so hot. Like, this person is so hot. <laughs> This, <laughs> this can't be Casey. Look at those beautiful, big blue big lips. Blue lips. Big blue lips. Metal yellow head. It looks like you got fillers, Casey. They're like big oval hot yeah. lips. Casey huge. Casey won season five of RuPaul's Drag Race and got huge blue filler lips. Like, <laughs> Which, by the like way, congratulations, Casey. On congratulations. Yeah. It's been years, but. Well, great lot of good it did. Because we're not even, I mean, like. Yeah, here we are in a cave. Because we're in a cave. <laughs> That's a tiny house. We're not even in America. We're in uh, the Caribbean. We are also in the Caribbean. We're in a Caribbean cave. <laughs> it looks like there's a tiny house here that has a Wi-Fi okay, signal. This is the Caribbean. <laughs> this is the cave. I'm gesturing around in the cave. It's Caribbean cave, but also it's a tiny house. And let me show you the cutest feature yeah. right over here. You open the door. And what is inside? It's a bathroom, but it slides over. The whole bathroom slides oh over God, to reveal a, a closet. Oh. And, it, and oh. inside the closet, uh-huh. I'm moving these beautiful dresses that we're all going to wear right now. 
Okay. We're moving them on to ourselves. Thank okay. You. We are wearing dresses. Zip. Okay. Everybody's happy. Zip. And what's here? Another door. And we open it. Okay. And it's a bunch of rocks. And it's a cave wall. It's a cave wall. Oh, Here's no. the thing, trapped listener. In a cave. At about hour 10 of being trapped in the cave, we did, decided to use our imagination to try to make the best of it. So we've had yeah. a little feast. Yeah. We've been in a tiny yeah. house. We've, we're wearing these dresses. The bats are here. They're sick. They're sick. They are. We're pretending that they are different citizens of this little cave town, tiny yeah. house, what have you. We're really losing it. But I think maybe what we need in this cave is to just kind of uh, earnestly give recommendations to a listener of stuff. Stuff that we wish we could be experiencing right now if we weren't stuck in this cave. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a tiny house. Yeah, that's a tiny house. It was our greed. Our greed. I don't recommend being greedy and hunting for treasure Mm -hmm. in in a Caribbean cave because that's how we got in this predicament. Yeah. Yeah. I think we've learned something. Anybody want to say uh, the thing they wish that they were doing? I have one that I think Mike and Gannon might also be thinking about. Maybe we can just open with that. Okay. All yours, Casey. And that's Loop Hero, a game that just came out on Steam. And it is so insanely addictive. It's dangerous. It really is dangerous. Yeah, I'm like trying to plan a wedding and a big move right now. I'm getting married. Ooh, you getting married. One more reason to get out of the cave. That's right. Uh-huh. He's actually trying on uh, Michaela's wedding dress right now. That's, That's the dress right. that Gannon's wearing. Surprise, surprise. And I look beautiful. You look beautiful. It's true. And it tore in the back. Whoa. So, uh-oh. Just a bunch of lapis lazuli just flying around <laughs> everywhere. Not trying to plug my damn self over here, but those things are going on. But my number one priority, got to be Loop Hero. Michaela, don't listen to this. I'm just just playing Loop Hero so much, and I am having to pull myself away from it to plan all these important things happening in my life. This game is extremely addicting, and it's like everything that I want in a stupid game. It's a game I can just slap on while listening to a stupid podcast and just lose hours of my life. Yeah. It's like a reverse tower defense game. When you're when you're playing at your absolute peak, it's basically an idle game. <laughs> you just kind of watch it happen <laughs> and like interact every once in a while. I have not played this game. I have seen Mike play this game though. And yeah, it's looks like a little loop. And that's why it's called Loop Hero. <laughs> it, it, yeah. <laughs> It, it scratches the same itch for me, kind of that uh, Slay the Spire does, where it's like mm. very replayable. Um, you kind of are building a deck in a loose sense. Um, the thing is, if you're just looking at a screenshot of it, it looks like shit. It's just incomprehensible, and it just looks like a bunch of pixely bullshit. And I think it's hard to get over the hump when you recommend it to someone of just how horrible it looks on first glance. But the second someone starts playing it, it just is like butter. It goes down easy. Everything. I remember when they were doing the tutorial, I was like, what the fuck is... I didn't even know what it was going for. And I knew people like were really, really digging it. But I was like, what Like, what am I even doing here? And then like on loop three <laughs> or of my first loop on like my third time I made it around, I was like, I get this game. <laughs> I totally understand it. It very quickly, like it just... Uh, I, I think it like... 
I don't think it's like the best game period or anything. I think it has its flaws, but at the core of it, it is just like it's fundamentally built in a way that traps the human mind <laughs> into just this like serotonin loop. It's good. It's good. It's only 12 bucks right now. Yeah. I thought we are not sponsored at all by Loop Hero. We did no, we spend like uh, quite a bit of time talking about how beloved it is, but it's just We're just doing recommendations because we're in a cave. I just was going to say, right. I thought I saw a little um little treasure box, but it was actually just a bunch of rocks. Dang it. Well, you won't know until you open them. So let me dig at these rocks and try to open them. Okay. Oh, my bloody fingernails. <sighs> okay. Next recommendation. That's Al- going to be me. Mm-hmm. Eleni, give it to us. Eleni S. is going to recommend uh, that you go ahead and you just go ahead and uh, go make something. That sounds nice. Go make something that you like to make. It's always a good time. Sometimes it can feel overwhelming to even think about starting to make something the same way it can feel overwhelming to start thinking about mm-hmm. cleaning the dishes in the sink or cleaning your room or that that sense of dread that you get when you're like, how could I even begin this process? But trust me, once you start, it, just start with a fork, you know, just start with a, just pick up the dang paintbrush, pick it up, pick it just up, go ahead and just start to do it and mm-hmm. something will happen and you'll say, hey, look at that. Four hours passed and I just watched a bunch of true crime documentaries and uh, I made a little tiny basket because my recommendation is making stuff. Yes, that's the general thing. But also, if you want to make miniatures that I've really been enjoying these kits. Oh, they're awesome. Called the Row Life Miniatures Kits. Row uh, Life. It's R-O-L-I-F-E. And I would recommend just going directly to their website and searching for them. They're very fun. What can I say? If you want to learn about miniatures, I think it's a great way to get into it. The way that you build these little things, it just, I feel like I'm getting guided through stepping stones to being able to make things myself. Oh, yeah. It's like an easy bake oven. (laughs) Yeah, like an easy bake oven. Exactly. It's making me into a chef, a pastry chef. But like even though things, the little paper cutouts and then they say, okay, now you fold it. They don't really tell you exactly how. You kind of figure that part out yourself. (laughs) But it feels like a puzzle, and it is very fun and very therapeutic. Obviously, if miniatures are not for you, then I recommend that you go ahead and just go ahead and do something creative. Anything. Well, in regards to miniatures, there's no better way to farm fairies for their precious trinkets than build some miniatures next to an open window. That's true. So when you pass on your loop the next time, get those in your inventory. And that's my recommendation. Maybe this is, if you're on the same sort of lefty jokey Twitters that I'm on, you already know you ought to check this out, but you really ought to check out the new Adam Curtis TV show. It's very good. If you like, you know, like the techno future type thing, basically your understanding of the horrifying future scape that we are tumbling into is incomplete without seeing uh, his film Hypernormalization, which is I think also somewhat of a punchline, people being like, watch hypernormalization, but seriously, watch hypernormalization. It rocks. And check out the new fucking series. I loved it. It's got some crushing, really ripping ass needle drops. Damn. I don't know. It made me feel stoked, even though its uh, implications are uh, pretty gnarly. Adam Curtis. I want to watch it. I've heard nothing but good things. I want to watch it too. 
group watch right now. Once we get out of this damn cave. <laughs> Once we get out of this damn cave. Let's imagine it. Mm. Mike? I'll rattle off some wrecks real quick because, you know, I have a feeling that we're getting close to a breakthrough in escaping this cave, you know, at slash finding treasure. Yeah, I did find a pickaxe. Are you fucking kidding me? There's a pickaxe down here? It's not an imaginary pickaxe? Like I a bunch of rocks? Hey, that's, uh, sorry, that's, that, that's my foot and my long toenails. Ah! Oh! I'm turning into all sorts of parts over here. Sorry. I was wondering why it tasted so good. Oh, my God. <laughs> this just gets worse and worse. I'm hungry, all right? We've been in the damn cave for a while. If I'm trying to munch on my friend's no. toes. No. Hey, enough, it's consensual. Enough. It's got the long toenails. My 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 brain is visualizing such uh, All right, all right. I recommend stop imagining that. They're clean. And <laughs> I, I, I'm going to recommend a bunch of stuff right now because i got a bunch of things floating around in my head. One. Go. I've been playing the Yakuza series. I've been loving it so much. I started yes. with Yakuza 0. I beat it. I have played Yakuza Kiwami, a remake of Yakuza 1. I beat it. I'm stopping myself before getting in any deeper in the series because I need to take a quick break from running around the fictional neighborhoods and beating up so many people. <laughs> it's so funny. There's so many great mini games, and the storyline is like, oh, it's such a cool, manly, melodrama of... Dudes in suits screaming at each other, ripping their suits off in one go, and then punching each other to death or almost near death. It's it <laughs> really is kind of like the uh, mm, what you say SNL Lonely Island sketch, but like a video game <laughs> set in Japan. I can see what you mean. That's been good. And how nice on the anniversary of us having to cancel our Japan trip. Uh, that's why I started playing it was because I yeah. wanted to uh, kind of virtually. Do some tourism uh, yeah. and live vicariously through Kiryu and uh, Goro Majima. Do <laughs> you find out all about these guys once you play these games? They're so good. Very funny. Other thing I'll recommend I read, speaking of lefty stuff, I read The Jakarta Method. Um, it is a nonfiction book about like the CIA involvement in Indonesia and it like opened my eyes and it set me down a path of like reading all of these other books about basically how devious and like diabolical the U.S. State Department is and I've, I'm like totally joker pilled right now about the U.S. government, like beyond <laughs> any amount of joker pilling I've ever been before. Uh-huh. Right there with you, brother. Yeah. Truly disgusted with our country and uh, my... Ugh. Going down the CIA wormhole is... I recommend you get disgusted with our country. Yeah. yeah. I recommend you get disgusted with our country. I'm going to sneeze. Good syntite. My mind was blown with how many straight-up Nazis the CIA recruited after World War II oh in the God. name of stopping yeah. the USSR and how they, like, Richard Nixon him like alone did so much damage to, like, the New Deal legacy and it's like why we're in this horrible situation now where like we got people like Bernie Sanders who's like barely like a New Deal guy himself trying to like be a, what about these decent policies? And it's like, oh, he's a yeah, evil, bad Jew. That's basically oh. what they say. I, I, I say that as evil, bad Jew myself <laughs> just for the record. Also got to recommend one more thing before I go. I'm reading a book right now that I like very much called The Galaxy Club by Brendan Connell. It's from mm. Ch- Chomu Press. Let me just read the back real quick because it's I, I'm reading it and it sounds like so directly up my alley and very neo-scummy. 
A mysterious character is on the highway and stumbles into a small village in northern New Mexico. A blue-skinned child is starting trouble down at the creek with the dragon. Somewhere between the two lie buried treasure, a delusional cop, and a deadbeat secret cult. The Wheel of Karma is set spinning crazily and earthly antics provoke outrage on higher planes. Wild cards will be produced from the sleeves in the cosmic casino to ensure a balance of luck and justice at this table of cheats, down and outs, and overconfident gamblers. I just have this book with me in the cave. Which is why That's I was going to read the uh, back. That's why you don't know that toes are a pickaxe because you're too busy reading yeah. and talking at the same time. And you didn't notice that this toe just bust through a rock, and I'm seeing some Ooh. fucking light. See some light. Okay, Wait hold on. Oh, oh my, my god, god guys! There's, light. there's a light at the end of this tunnel. I guys, just opened through. There's a tunnel. Is this a light of the sun I see, or could it be the light of a train? What ah! are you, these are tracks underneath us. It's it's a it's. It's, it's the, the it's Caribbean the, train, cave train. Oh, oh my God. The tiny yes. house is a train and now it's moving. What the fuck? This is just a car. Oh my God. Wait a minute. There are windows. There are windows. So now when it moves across the ocean, we can see outside. This is the best train ever. Mm, tickets, please. Wait, wait a second. Who's this guy? Mm, tickets, please. That sounds To the rest one. of the episode. Is that one of the sick bats? I'm one of the bats. <laughs> oh, thank you. We always have those on us because we do the podcast. We uh, get comps. I know we said we weren't going to plug anything, but this was basically a mini scum chat, which you can get at the $5 <laughs> Patreon there level. There we go. Hour-long scum chats. Goodbye. $10. It's $10. $10. Also, this $10. is like a- It's $10. It's $10, which you can get at the $10 Patreon level. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. 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 <laughs> Bye. Dak, you walk into the stable. The air is damp. It smells like wet, rotting straw. There are six stalls, plus a larger, small, and a smaller stall. If you knew about horses, you might know what the larger stall and smaller stall. Don't worry about it. Eight stalls, right? Eight stalls, your classic stable, little stinky. But get a load of this. In the center of all these stalls are six. You you can identify them. They're shadow runners. They're, like, well-armored, though they're sort of, like, de-armored a little bit. Clearly, they're sort of, like, shooting the shit. I've just sent you a picture of what they all look like. Dak, you recognize one of these guys as a former member of the Shadowrunning outfit, The Gods. Do I get to pick which one was in The Gods? Or do I know? Yeah, let me I, let me see if I can do a quick description. So, th- so there's these six guys. They're all they're all chatting. They they look up to see Dak. There's one dude who has like this very heavy metal armor. He looks sort of like a lizard. There's one dude with long hair. He looks sort of like a burnout hippie. There's one guy who his face looks like a like a shrunken head, and his he doesn't have eyeballs. He just has a bunch of little pinholes. There's one guy who's got a big old, he's an an elf lady, big old scarf around her mouth. There's another guy who's got enormous black eyes. He looks like he's taken a lot of uh, surgeries to make himself look like this like extraterrestrial looking guy. And little, little lipstick. Little lipstick. And then there's this lady's got like curly hair that's like pulled back really, really, really tight and just has all these crazy face tattoos, no lips, open teeth. Oh my God. These are horrifying. Which of these guys do you know, Dak? Uh, real, real quick, are there any actual horses in here? No horses. 
Okay, uh, Dak knows. Save a horse, ride a cowboy. Dak knows uh, mouth. Mouth, the one with the big mouth. Perfect. They have a bit of an antagonistic relationship, but in kind of good fun. And Dak walks in with his hand on his sidearm, which is stuffed down his pants. And he takes a big smell, big whiff of the room. I'm sure they probably stop their banter as a stranger walks in. Dak smells and goes, hmm, here I was thinking I was going to come in and find a bunch of sick horses that needed to be put down because they were so far diseased and so horribly stench-ridden I could smell them from the highway. But no, it's a bunch of little kids and my old friend, the mouth. The mouth, you can see the mouth smiling. The mouth, by the way, is the one who's got the big old scarf around her face. She's an elf. She smiles and you can see her mouth popping up behind the big scarf around her mouth. This guy, his name is Dak Rambo. He... He's a chill-ass dude who knows how to roll a blunt with his damn feet. Ah, uh, wow! Pox, uh, Tech, come on in. It looks like we're not going to get to see any sick horses today. Uh, okay. Everyone's gathering in. We're going to see something even more fucked up. I was wondering because it smelled like shit, but it turns out it's just a bunch of little kids. Yeah, it turns out it's just a bun- bunch of little kids. We... We heard the entrance from back there. It's an empty desert. We we're just kidding around. It's nice to meet you guys. We're friends with Dax. Just a little. We're, we're horsing around a little bit. Horsing Wink. around. <laughs> Dak Rambo. Mouth is smiling, and she's, like, pointing to the other guys, and she's like, this is, okay, so the big guy armor, that's Wes, that's Jay. He looks like a hippie. That's Soprop. He's got the crazy pinhole eyes. That's Gaunt. He looks like a freaking alien, and then that's the wreck. That's the lady. Her hair's pulled back. Cool. What is up, dude? It is nuts seeing you out here. We're literally on a job right now. We're about to scoot. Wow. Can you guys talk about it? Oh, first off, real quick. That's Tech. He's freaking wild, wild uh, wizard of the West. Ah, and we got on. we got Pox over here. She'll kill you six ways to Sunday and still be ready for school on Monday. So <laughs> That's so funny that and really true like as that, well. Honestly. That's pretty true. I just made that up. I had, no, I had no idea where I was going with that, so I'm happy you liked it, Pox. Sorry about that. It's nice to meet you. The guy who's like, he's in this like really like state-of-the-art like lizard armor stands up. It's nice to meet you, but we're not going to be discussing our job because we don't need someone poaching on it. Oh, hey, oh buddy. We're just, we have uh, our own job. Yeah, we're just looking for a place to like, you know, chill out oh, for the yeah, night. Oh, you yeah, you got your own job? Jay, the, the hippie-looking guy is like touching his face softly with his hands. You want to tell me about... Your job? What kind of job you got going on? Yeah, what is your job? Tell us about your job. This is Gaunt talking. Perfect. Yeah, well, info for info, buddy. Uh, you know, we're kind of here on personal reasons. I would say less professional, so I don't think we're really running the risk of uh, getting in the way of your job unless your job is to... Uh, keep a a couple of chill highway travelers from well, having a, a nice night. No, uh, uh, definitely not. We want you to have the nicest of nights. Yeah, uh, Gaunt's got a great point. Uh, we want you to have the nicest of nights because here we are in this crazy-ass city and it's just us against the world, you know what I mean? I'm the mouth. They call me the mouth. Is there like a place... Mouth is uh, we're like we're on a kind of like search and rescue mission. That's like whatever. But uh, are you guys like staying the night here? Where where is kind of a safe spot to decompress? You know, you know, this is a really good spot. The locals set us up here. 
watch out for those guys. They get a sniff of money. I mean, a little money gets you a long way here, but also a lot of money gets you six feet underground. Oh, yeah. If don't, you don't worry. We're just... shit right. No, I mean, we don't no, have a lot of money. Don't worry about us. Rappy. Look, look at, at us. us. We don't even have armor. <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> this gun doesn't even have any bullets in it. I can't even have <laughs> bullets. Eh? Oh, well, there's li- one of the chambers. <laughs> fires went through his head. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you know, we'll, uh, we were actually, you know, we're running a, we're running a run for some technocrats. Uh, I guess uh, there's someone who uh, crossed the border a few days ago after nuking a former business owner's family. So we were just illegally crossed the border. He took a life in the technopolis. The technocrats say. Hey, free job for those who can take it. Free, you take, you win the job. Maybe we let you back into the Technopolis. I'm trying to see what Fire Tower is all about. Anyway, we're trying to hunt this guy down. He went into one of the canyons nearby. We were just about to skedaddle. I mean, what is this? Like 11:20 right now. Yeah, but hey, can I show you a picture of our friend? And maybe if you ever run into him, you can just send a message to us. I can do that. They call me the mouth because I love to talk and I love to give information to people who deserve it. <laughs> and let me tell you, Fox, yes. that mouth can do other things as well. There's other reasons why they call her the mouth. Okay. I don't need to know. I can go nuts. Okay. Talking Great. six ways um, to Sunday. Oh, my God. 69 ways to Sunday. Uh, I once saw the uh, mouth okay. swallow right. eight eggs whole oh, just with eggs. the shell on and everything like okay. a freaking uh, mongoose. Made okay. scrambled eggs in my tummy. Okay, that's, that's just like holding up the picture. Like that's horrible. Um, yeah, she's just four. holding up the phone, holding up the picture while she's like, "No, this, this, this guy." Is the West. So it's a picture of Z. I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. Picture of Z. This guy. He's got a nice face. Youthful. Yeah. The wreck. You haven't spoken yet. What do you think of this guy? Oh, you, who wants to be the wreck? I'll be the wreck. Uh, be the wreck. What does he look? What does he look like? She's got hair really pulled back hard. A big, big. Oh, she has black no lips, right? Beak nose. I, so she and uh, no lips. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No lips, just teeth. Ah, uh, that's gonna be hard. What does the wreck? That's what does the wreck know about Z? Doesn't know anything. I don't know anything. <laughs> oh yes. But if I see her friend, I'll be sure to give him a smooch. <laughs> oh, that's uh, so know. funny, Wreck. <laughs> you're so funny. I'm the Wreck, but I also do things with my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and they like stick out their tongue, and there's like a little snake. Uh, we are lovers. Their tongue is a snake. Yeah, a, the Wreck and I snake. are lovers. That is gaunt. We are that's in love. We we're are all. Love. These they have a beautiful thing going, and we're very excited to go to the wedding of Gaunt and the Wreck. We hope we survive this mission. Miss this miss. We have a lovely location picked out. Can I just say it is really nice to see another group of Shadowrunners with like really close bonds. I used to think before I did any of this that like Shadowrunners were, you know, like all business, like we, you know, (laughs) whatever, like people doing a heist in movies or something. But it it feels different for us. And it's it's cool to see that you guys found love on the battlefield, you know. Soprock is speaking to the guy who looks like a shrunken head. We are all found family. Oh, that's that's (laughs) yes, that's true. Everyone except for West, we don't like him very much, but he's here and um, 
ouch. <laughs> but you know what? Maybe I can work on my attitude so I can be bringing <laughs> something more productive to the table. Oh, West, okay, we're well, just ribbing you a little bit. I didn't expect that from you, and I appreciate it. Well, we're going to skedaddle, so you guys can chill out here if you want. What were we here for again? Uh, l- look, just to be perfectly honest with you, and uh, I feel like we've now broken bread of sorts, uh, and I can tell you this. You guys know anything about the Moab Lich? And then there's like a rattlesnake sound effect. <laughs> yeah. A bunch of raised eyebrows. Nodding. Oh. Wow, you got the the hippie guys like, wow, you, you must have a death wish, man. You're looking for the lich, or you're just a freak for power. You trying to become a follower of this guy? We don't want to kill him or anything. Oh, you yeah. don't want to kill him? That's good. No. Because you're not going to be successful, says West. We're just trying to relay a message from our from our departed friend. And maybe, you know, get the lich to grant us some, some wishes, and you don't know if killing them is an option, and it turns out that... You know, we got the we got the shot in our sights. Sure, I'll, I'll kill the lich to see what happens, but that's a joke. Wink. You know, I got a crazy idea, actually. Uh-huh. Mouth is smiling again. Mouth is big on smiling. I got a crazy idea. So we're going up one of these canyons nearby. Thing is, is that where we're going, the lich isn't too far away. You could probably make it the rest of the way up there, and it might be good if you have a little backup. We just, uh, maybe if you joined us and watched our back, helped us through this mission, we wouldn't pay you, but maybe we could help you get to the lich. We are, uh, we are, you know, down a man, so, uh, that I think kind of sounds agreeable if you guys are into it. I, I just know that if Z were here, uh, he would probably join me in saying, uh, no, thank you so much. No, but, but... Pox, I can vouch for the mouth, all right? The mouch is... The mouth... The mouch. The mouch. The mouth is good, people. And you guys need a little bit of backup. We could use some backup. It seems like a scratch-each-other's-back situation. And honestly, your company is the payment... All the payment we need. Yeah. A lot of smiles. I'm sold. You all seem very, very nice. And I hope that you can have your wedding and... That's that's really my end goal is um, getting married. Just, no, just watching a wedding or getting in, becoming your friend and getting invited to your wedding. Maybe is, yeah, is my end goal. Of How life. about this? We go with you guys. You invite us to uh, their wedding. Yeah, we want to be on the list. Oh, you would certainly. Well, if we get along and it's cost, you know, when we can afford to invite you. It is going to be a small wedding. Weddings can be so expensive. Oh, we don't need a meal or anything, honestly. We can eat beforehand. You just want to just, watch? I mean, you can watch. Hey, just Certainly. get me out on a dance floor and, you know, the whole it's worth it. Yes, as long as you don't partake in the open bar. We, we were hoping to get LMFAO to play our wedding live. Oh my god, that's incredible. So... They're they're really old now, but uh, they're about ninety ninety seven. Yeah, or they're so. about they're about nine. Well, the uncle is a hundred. <laughs> yeah. The the nephew is eighty seven. 
they patched up their differences after a few solo albums. After Red Foo kind of put his 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 coding passion behind him to pick up LMFAO again, I felt like things kind of. I, I'm really excited to see what they bring to the year to, uh, to 2078. Well, you know, I was excited for the wedding even before I knew that LMFAO was back together and performing at it. So, color me very excited. Did you know that? They're relatives to Barry Gordy, the man who founded Motown Records in Detroit. No. Actually, I did know uh, yeah, that I because I know that, everything actually. about pop music, That's first right. of all. <laughs> and so I knew it already. Um, but thank you so much for reminding everyone else. Great job on that one. Thank you, thank you for reminding. Were you guys going to leave now or were you guys going to chill a little longer? Sit around the bonfire. The thing is, we got to go now because it's dark, and that is when we're going to get this guy. We did just have All those. Right. What, do you, what do you say, we guys? We did have those red balls. No rest for the wicked. We, we, we don't have an official name for our crew yet because we added West. Yeah, they just added me because we added West. And so before we had a name, and it was the P-Man. The P-Man was our The P-Man name. is pretty cool. What, I actually heard of the P-Man. The P-Man, you guys did a, did a job down in, in um, uh, Tijuana, right? Yeah, that's killed, right. Killed a bunch of bad nuns. And some good ones, unfortunately. Oh, I'm so sorry about that. They were too. I did come up with, a, if if you guys were the, the P-Man, the P-Man, mm-hmm. and this is West and, you know, like the cardinal directions. That's uh, right, or Just West. like a W. What if you're like... PNW, like Pacific Northwest, but it was like P, you know, apostrophe N, apostrophe W. You don't have to include the. the no, I love that name. I love that name. I I once lived in in Olympia. That's sop. To me, it reminds me of of A and W root beer. So I also like it. Good, yeah. I I love A and W. Wait, it is A and W, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah, A and W, delicious. There's an and. It is an ampersand, but uh, but it's yeah, an right? N. Could be N as in and or N as in north. It could be. It could be. Yeah. A North W, and it's a North W for me. Ha <laughs> ha. Well, we're but this all. This is P N. We're all north a bunch of serious shadow w. runners. So. Uh. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we're serious. I'm happy I didn't just start shooting these people <laughs> like you would if you were playing like Fallout or something and you just like walked into a building and you were yeah. like, oh, I like that guy's gun. <laughs> bam, bam, yeah. bam. Living humans. That's right away. <laughs> just. <laughs> Let's get moving, PNW and you guys. Let's get rocking. Mouth, real quick. You think uh, you think me, me old wagon is uh, is safe right out right out back? Uh, that's a no. That's a no. That's a definitely. You might a get no. some knockers. You might get some no- people knocking, maybe trying to steal it. You might get that. How about this? I got two drones. I got two drones. drones. <laughs> one for the one for the plug and one for the low. The low plug being Xanadu is my plug, your old vehicle. So why don't I just? I'm just going to leave a little drone right here. Anyone tries to get in, it'll be mowed down with some very heavy machine gun fire. And he's got like a little silver egg. And he like presses a button and like a, it like pops open and there's like a big machine gun in it. And he closes it back up again. Yeah, I'll just put that by your guy and 
Yeah, that should Great. do it. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a just one little thing too that's gonna make it a little more difficult if anyone's trying to mm-hmm. put get little, in there. Put Dak, a little gun. Dak uh, goes into the cabin real quick and pulls out a, a stick of margarine, and he greases the uh, <laughs> the fuel nozzle uh, <laughs> on both tanks and greases the door handle so that it's gonna be trickier to open them. Quickly, uh, and it certainly will make someone feel a little icky right from the get-go. That's a beautiful thing, and it's still playing its sounds. So that's right. You know, there's a lot of factors there that are going to keep your average uh, street person from finding their way to the inside of the cavern. That's a beautiful thing. So you guys are setting out now. So you guys are setting out now. So you climb out from the manger, the stinky manger, and you're out back in the open air. And so the thing about Moab that's really striking is like the the environment around it is just like nuts. So so right now you are traveling to your east. It's it's like this really these really dramatic high tall in the sun they would be reddish reddish brown uh, like mountainous rocks. Um, reaching up to the sky like fingers, some like rolling like waves, like it's it's a very dramatic, extremely varied environment. So so you you guys are are setting out. You're like little ants walking down this canyon, surrounded on both sides by these very big, steep, rocky sides. There's like trees growing out all over the place, and you're walking down this canyon with everyone, and everyone's gotten sort of silent. The hippie guy turns around to you and says, Just so you know, this guy, he might have some people with him, so things could get heavy if you know what I mean. Oh, we're used to things getting heavy. Yeah, let us lighten your load. And Dak cocks his shotgun that he has. Cool. He also has a, a rifle strapped around his back. He also is wearing a poncho. You don't know where he produced this poncho from? <laughs> And around his head is the bandana oh, yeah. that is cum jumpers. Does uh, Pox and Tech have any southwestern flourishes to their... Pox does not. She just puts her uh, hood up and her chameleon armor sort of activates. Cool. Tech, you know, it's we can maybe get into this a little bit later, but Tech did a lot of magic. And every time he was cast in magic, it, it didn't feel good, both emotionally, psychologically, and physically, you know? And so I think there is a big part of him that is kind of like when you're like, I drank too much, I'm never drinking again. Then of course you drink again like next week or whatever, but like he has already the crime cannon, the rocket launcher out, as opposed to awkwardly hanging underneath his robes. Uh, <laughs> it always uh, was so awkward. Yeah, but honestly, the way he... It, it's like a video game character when they don't have the weapon and then you equip the weapon and it just like appears and it's like way yes. too big. Uh, it's kind of it's kind of like that, but now he, he's holding it and his arm is a little more um, doing better now so he can kind of support it, but that's really the only difference. And he also has that stiletto too. He still has the stiletto in there, too. Who can say which is more dangerous? Yeah. Can you guys all roll intuition plus logic? 
I can. Uh, it won't be good, but... I need to pull up here, lab. <laughs> We're doing a lot of talking, so... <laughs> Logic and intuition. Wow, I only have seven? All right. I got six. Oh, okay. I feel better now. Tech wizard, logic plus intuition, 10. This guy's smart. Yeah, yeah, because that's a good thing to um, use against... Uh, oh, my God. Drain itself. Oh, my God. I got, a, I got a good roll. I got three hits with six dice. Three hits, six dice. I got one hit. One hit. Would you get tech wizard? Uh, two hits with 10 dice. Two hits. Okay, so this was against six. So tech takes a minus four. Here, I'll, I'll explain what it is. Just take what you got, subtract it by six. The rollover is going to be a minus on all your dice pools. Wow. So you guys are are just like walking through quietly. Did I describe the stream behind you? I can't. Did I describe a stream? No. no. Okay. I liked this description that I wrote. <laughs> Where is it? Where's my damn... Okay, so there's a thin creek streaming beside you. You see little tiny dime-sized fish swimming in place against the current. It's very dark. There's, like, trees around you. All of a sudden, it's like all of your minds are just, like, filled with mud. Pox, like, the moment before it happens, you're like, oh, no! Like, the danger sense went off, but then all of a sudden... Tech, you recognize this. It's a mass confusion spell. This great heaviness is just like dripping through your brain like molasses, making it more difficult to react. Looking around you, you see the canyon splits off into a fork to the left and to the right, and these gigantic rocks are rising all around you. You see silhouettes standing above on the rocks, pointing their weapons down. You see... All of the runners in front of you, they all got hit hard by this mass confusion spell. They're stumbling, spitting. It's like everything is going in slow motion, and you see these runners raising their weapons. Do you guys have any initial impulses to action. I'll let you do something before we get into some, you know. Look, I'm going to run through this combat, not right now, but in the next thing. It's going to be a beautiful thing. I'm going to have numbers all over the place. It'll be going faster than you've ever heard. It's so great. But do you guys have any in, any initial impulses to take right now as you feel the spell taking its effect? Poxia? The only thing I want to say, I don't want to do anything, but I do want to say I'm grateful that Pox put on her chameleon armor so they can't even oh. though she's very confused, they can't see her. Uh, yes. Smarty, smarty, smarty. Deck Rambo? So I just want to ask if this makes any difference because it probably doesn't. But Dak has a positive quality called Guts, which makes him have an advantage when he's being like intimidated or feared. But this is not like intimidation or a fear thing, right? This is just like becoming an ultimate himbo or yeah yeah, yeah he's, get, he's being bimbofied right now um <laughs> dak is being bimbofied through magic not coercion your guts can't yeah, make yeah. you not not a drooling mess yeah dak just is thinking about come and uh <laughs> no, that's not that's not true uh but in this first moment where he's feeling a great simplification of everything ooh, this is gonna potentially be bad but he has a smoke grenade which he might just 
drop to get cover, and it will certainly make things more chaotic. So, tech wizard in that moment. Oh God, what a what a torture to be immediately brought back into the world of magic by force after wanting a break. Uh, but tech wizard has to cut free of this and tries to perform a counter spell on his self. Now he's going to take negative four for this. Uh, let's see here. Tech wizard, 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 counter spell, counter spell, counter spell. Fucker, you motherfucker, you fucker, you piece of shit. Where's the goddamn counter spell? Damn, Ganon is spitting fire right now. <laughs> oh yeah, active. Counter spell. 14. Roll 14. Roll 14. And that's minus four? You know what? It's not, because technically you feel the mud taking effect and you're like, counterspell, now it's a free action. So the mud hasn't taken full effect, Tech Wizard. You can roll with your full 14. I got one, two, three, four. I have one edge left. There we go. The devil is smiling, nodding his head. Tech, after everything he's went through, cannot stomach the idea of losing his agency. So Tech Wizard sums it within himself and pulls off an edge. Okay, so that is seven. Okay, describing it all. It's like slow motion. Everyone's walking down this passage. The stream is going. The little fish are swimming. The big stones are above you. All of a sudden, everyone's mind is, you're feeling this muddiness in your mind. Tech Wizard, your eyes open. You cast a counter spell, quick as sunlight in the day. Snap! It does not affect you. Oh God. Meanwhile, you look back at your friends. They are hit by it. But you see Dak, and he looks up at you, and he's got a smoke bomb in his hand. And maybe there's a smile upon his mouth as he activates the smoke bomb. <gasps> smoke is pouring everywhere. Everyone is lost in smoke. Silhouettes above you lost in smoke. Gunfire, 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 gunfire. Blackout! Check, check, check. I met a traveler from an antique land who said, two vast and trunkless legs of stone stand in the desert. <laughs> oh my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I just saw... Oh my God. I just saw the most beautiful penis. I got nothing, man. I got nothing. I'm not funny. I'm not smart. I'm not interesting. I'm bad. I'm going to hell. Feeling great. How's this for a sound check? Very good. Neil Scum is Blair Britt, Mike Migdal, Gannon Reedy, Eleni Sovajo, and Casey Tony. 
This episode of Neo Scum features music from Hozak Records. It may have been edited or modified for use. Track and artist details can be found in the liner notes for this episode. Learn more about Hozak and the artists they support at hozakrecords.com. Texan Jesus. Texan Jesus. <laughs>